Hi, this is Lisa Hawkins with Christian Warrior Woman. And today we are going to learn how the fruits of the Spirit can lead to promotion, can lead to a new man in your life, and if you're single, can lead to you finding your husband. Boy, and where are we going to begin at Ruth 2? You know, I we have been, as you know, we spoke with Dr. Carol, and I've done some interviews with others, and the key thing when we were talking about joy that came out is obviously joy is one of the fruits of the Spirit. And it's so interesting how the Lord works. I'm truly trying to do these podcasts based on a seasoned word for the right time um, from the Lord for myself and for you. And it's so interesting that the Lord wanted um, me to discuss with you joy, which is one of the fruits of the Spirit, because it's very key in the book of Ruth. And I wish I could tell you that, oh, I knew I was linking these days ago. No, but I do know the Lord wants to show why it's important for our life to display these fruits. And how do we get the fruit of the Spirit? We've talked about that. It's, these are gifts from God. And Ruth embodied them. And I want to show you just in the first chapter, and now that we're in the second chapter, I'm going to go through, and I think you will agree as I list them out and show the examples revealed here that not only will you see how Ruth received the blessings of God, but how you can receive the blessings of God. Ruth didn't have an easy life, right? We know thus far, not only was Ruth in another area with new people, she didn't know anybody in the you know, with where the Israelites were in Judah, but her mother-in-law. And so imagine, number one, you've lost your husband, lost your family unit, lost your father-in-law, and you have been one of three women in mourning and supporting each other. And now she had the courage and the bravery to not worry about finding a man or finding her own covering or going back to her family, but that the Lord led her to be faithful to Naomi and go to a new land with people who may not be so friendly, but she was loyal. So let's head into Ruth 2, and I'm going to pick up on some pieces. You know, sometimes we hear the conversation about Ruth and how she met Boaz, and sometimes it's always not factual based on the word. And so we want to deal with, not opinion, but with facts on what it states. So we start in um, verse 1, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I would advise you to read the whole thing so that you can grasp some of the pieces that I may talk about in conversation. So now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech whose name was Boaz. So what did we mean a man of standing? He had money, sisters, okay? He had money and he had wealth. And obviously, um, from I believe, 
the research I did, well, I should say I know, that he was a brother. So here was someone who was a very close relative. And Ruth, going to verse 2, And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Now, number one, between the two, we know Ruth was obviously stronger. Um, but think about how humble and how the mindset that you would have to have to say, you know, she's got to find a field. These aren't safe places to volunteer to go. As we've talked about, and as you can imagine, women weren't exactly, you know, men can easily take advantage, harm, rape um, women, and who would know, and they might have to keep it a secret to say, they're like, we know the things that go on in hidden places. So her stating that she would do this took not only had to be humble and meek, but you had to also be brave. She also knew that people weren't going to warm up to her. She was a Moabite. She came from a land where they, you know, worship um, Kamosh and, you know, had other traditions. She was a stranger. I'm sure you have been a stranger, whether new at the job, new in a neighborhood. What do people do? They look at you, um, you know, wonder why you're here. And she came, remember, no husband and with an older woman. So, you know, the gossip was high, but she didn't worry about that. She wanted to be there to support her mother-in-law and to help them make a way. So let me continue. Naomi said to her, go ahead, my daughter. So she went out, entered a field and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. And so for some reason, you know how you read the word and you, you forget details sometimes. And for whatever reason, I didn't remember that she didn't know that this was whose field she was in. For some reason, I was thinking that she knew she was in a family member's field, but That even makes the story better. So, 4 says, Just then, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted the harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they answered. And Boaz asked the overseer of his harvesters, Who does that young woman belong to? The overseer replied, She is the Moabite. You see how? He, he just jumped to make it clear, you know, she a Moabite. She's not one of us. It's like, you know, we know this is some, yes, we did this, um, descriptions of people, but he wanted to make sure quickly he knew what who this woman was, ethnically, racially, or whatever other um, portion of this. She's a Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. She came into the field and has remained here from morning till now, except for a short rest in the shelter. 
So Boaz said to Ruth, My daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field, and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting. Watch the field where the men are harvesting, and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you, and whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars and water jars the men have filled. So we know from Boaz warning the men not to touch her and to watch and be aware and to follow behind the women and stay with the women. He's also confirming that, you know, if she were to try to go field by field, that she could be hurt. You know, sometimes we think of, oh, well, these were the holy people of Israel. There's still men and women who do unholy things. And so I love that he had a protection about her. I'm going to stop here and for a second and let you um, read on, because what I want to really get to is naming some of the characteristics that... Um, that Ruth has displayed thus far, and we're only in one chapter and a half. So if you have your journal and your Bible and you're in your quiet place, think about, you know, the qualities that when I read um, the fruits of the Spirit that, that you think of for yourself. And think of these areas of your life and think about, hmm, do I represent these fruits? So one is, do we see love? You know, love is above all things. And I think of it as a hierarchy. And so you probably heard me in the last podcast talk about joy is at the top. And then these other things are at the bottom. But love is always, and the scripture talks about, of all these, what's more important is love. And so when we say love, that's not love for just your family members. That's for showing love and compassion and empathy for people you come in contact with. With the people at your job, think of you as a caring person. They might not know the intimacies of you loving them, but they should have seen areas of kindness, areas of gentleness, areas of patience. So we want to have our character should be this similar no matter where we are. You know, obviously we're not at love um, we're not at work, sorry, telling people how much we love them, et cetera, et cetera, because that wouldn't be appropriate. But our actions and our behaviors should make people um, think that we have self-control, that we care. We're not yelling and screaming at people. We can be gentle. We can be honest. We can represent the fruit of the Spirit to people and always seeking peace, right? So let's think thus far. Has what kind of characteristics has Ruth displayed? She's displayed love for 
her family and support because when her husband died, she could have left and went back to her family. She didn't need Ruth to tell, I mean, Naomi to tell her to go back. But she said no. She learned about the love of the Lord. And it was it's obvious the Lord has filled her. And I'm going to say with that joy that led her to be courageous to go back with Naomi and to not have a plan to not have what her, she doesn't talk about her wishes and what has to happen and what she needs to happen. She just said, what did she say? That she would serve her God the rest of her days. So we have love. We have joy. We've talked about, we have peace. Did Ruth seem at peace and quite calm to volunteer herself to go behind people to pick up their scraps and and basically beg or plead to do this in different fields? She did it. She was patient. She wasn't sitting at home saying, well, if I just stay here with my mother-in-law, I guess somebody will drop some food by. No, she got up and was willing to move and ask for help. So we see patience. We see kindness in that the way she addressed, you, you hear how she addressed it, the um, gentleman at the field. He says that she said, please. She asked. She wasn't like begging for scraps, but she was polite. She was kind. Um, and she was also, from a goodness standpoint, hardworking. He also stated, the, the field manager, that she had been there all day and had only taken very short breaks. So she was industrious. She was determined. So her goodness and her good work ethic was something he noted. Faithful. He also, her reputation preceded her on how she took care of Naomi, how she came back, how she supported her, how she helped her in her time of need. And also letting him know that she was, you know, helping his kinsmen. So we have the gentleness, we have self-control. She didn't say, I'm going to go out and find me a man that's going to pay and, and get me some grain and I'll come back. She wasn't trying to, as they say, pimp herself out there or prop up all of her um, assets. It's quite obvious that Ruth was beautiful. She was young. She could have tried to use some physical tactics um, that she had learned back, you know, in the Moabite you know, tradition. She didn't revert back to doing things that she, you know, that young women may have done um, from her hometown. And so the self-control was that she allowed God to use her. So when we talk about these various areas, we know that all of these come from God, right? That joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, these come from God. I don't know if you are like, if you did like me, where you just try to be good and think, I think I could just be a good person. Well, you know, gentleness can be a challenge and kindness to 
People who misuse you or treat you badly can be difficult. But with God, nothing's impossible. So I think when I was reading that chapter, it was like here was a display. You know, we love to talk about Ruth and the romantic. I think of Ruth as the biblical Cinderella story. But in actuality today, the Lord just really gave me a glimpse of that Ruth represents the fruit of the Spirit. That Ruth is a great example of how when we exhibit these qualities, that they are seen without us even advertising or having to tell people. We live in a world right now where self-promotion is so huge. Everything is about how many people like you. But if we're living the life for the Lord, shouldn't they recognize our life? Shouldn't others see our light shining? That we don't have to be hungry for likes. We all like likes, let's be for real. Because now that's the social media way we communicate. We like to post or we want to do something and we hope people like it. And the more likes you get, the more you build up your confidence. But we need to build up our confidence in, in who we are in Christ, who God created us to be. Because the Lord will bring us those that are to be in our lives because they will be attracted by our light. It's quite obvious here, when Boaz arrived, he didn't know anything about what Ruth had done. But her being young and being new, he asked about her. And what did he hear? A glowing report. And he was struck by her initially. So when someone, if you're single, divorced, or even in the workplace, if a senior manager walks by at the workplace and someone were to ask them about you, what would they say? Would they give the quality that you're hardworking, that you're creative, that you add value? Or would they just say, that's Susie, oh, that's Sally, oh, that's so-and-so in accounting? We, we would want them to have more of a description they only need and would know more of a description of you if you display that in the workplace or even in your business. If you own a business, what do, do people know you to be honest, to be fair, to, be, to offer something above and beyond what others do? And if you're single, I'm always telling um, women who are single, you don't have to search for a man. If you develop yourself and um, get involved in things that you truly are passionate about, he will find you because you will be glowing in your own realm. You will have the light of the Lord flowing on you because you will be doing the things that you love most. And when you're doing something with passion, you shine. And so why not? Meet someone while you're busy working on yourself and your future. So I want you to, to think of it for yourself. What areas did I just talk about that you need to possibly shine on? It can be difficult to have your fruit 
to bear fruit and to have your fruit multiply when you're stuck, stuck on past hurt, shame, blame, etc. It's hard to be kind and to be gentle and to be patient when you're frustrated and, and full of anxiety. So today is the beginning of the week. It's the beginning of thinking new and renewing your mind and renewing your behavior, renewing your faith. And asking God, most of all, in your journal this week, I want to grow in the fruit of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit give you an understanding of where you are in your relationship with God. And when you feel strong in this area, I dare you that love and other kind people other gentle people, other people with self-control will be attracted to you. Don't try to be like others. Be who God created you to be. So I hope you catch the connection between chapter two and Ruth and the fruits of the spirit. And we will continue this journey tomorrow. Be blessed today and give a shout out to all of your fathers or husbands or men in your life who have been a father figure to you. Enjoy your day. Be blessed.